anything important. I know. Just my spoiled dog. Yeah. My husband spoiling your dog when she's Yeah. No, he was, I could read the judgment in his eyes. So funny. When he said that, I was like, I will not feel bad for not letting my dog well, sleep in the bed with me and you shouldn't feel bad for that <laughs> and i don't you take care but of her. your husband was judging me for it there are plenty of <laughs> spoiled rotten animal pets who don't sleep in their human's bed i know and i know we, we have a we very... don't even kennel her at night yeah if he was thinking that kenneling her is somehow <laughs> abusive or mean <laughs> whatever Whatever, Jason. We just have a very spoiled... I refuse to be cowed by your... (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about our dogs because my dog has developed this habit over the last few weeks where every night around 8.30, he comes over and starts lightly whining and then like nudging our feet because he wants us to get up and follow him out to the kitchen under the portion of the kitchen counter where we keep his snack jar because he wants his nightly treat, which we give him one every night. But it's almost like he's finally figured out about what time of night we usually do it. And now he likes to try and dictate it. So, it, yeah. So it just got us to talking because we've watched Ashley's dog a few times while yeah. she and Eric well, have been on Kristen's vacation. Well, and Kristen's husband will give any dog anything. Yes. he. My husband is a sucker for kids. <laughs> for kids. He's got Ashley or Ashley's nephews have him wrapped around their fingers. Oh, yeah. And dogs. Yeah. And it's so funny because if you met my husband, you would never – guess that like about him at all so it's just funny and yeah it is funny (laughs) so when zuzu stays with us he lets her sleep in our bed with us Mm -hmm. next to jack which she's not allowed to do at my house which she's not because it's our bed right not for her exactly and we don't have a like california king or something like that where we've got all this space right and i know how she would be she'd be right in my back Uh because she slept with us once when we went camping and it was really cold. Right. So we're like, we're not going to leave her out yeah, to she sleep needs to by be herself. Warm. Yeah. So, you know, we doubled up our sleeping bags mm-hmm. and she was under, under inside the little cave with us. Yeah. Um, and oh my gosh, that whole, like all three of those nights, she was burrowed into my back oh, the whole no. time, which it's very cute and it's very sweet mm-hmm. because she loves us. Right. But I'm like, I cannot sleep because she would just, she was always moving around Mm -hmm. and she'd be, yeah, right, right in my back. Yeah. For the most part, Jack, I have a pillow bed I bought him. Right. But then, so I put that on our bed and he's usually pretty good about staying confined to that and we have a pretty big bed. Yeah. And that's just what we like to do. But I have no judgment or any opinion if people do not want their dog or cat or whatever pet right. to sleep in their bed with them. Right. Like, if you do, cool. We do that. But yeah. 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 But so funny. Jason. Anyway, was... He was judging me hard because he, he, they let her sleep on the bed uh-huh. in, in her own little bed. Yes. And then when, when they were telling me about it, I was like, yeah, she's not allowed to sleep on our bed. And Kristen's husband said, yeah, I could tell. <laughs> like such a softie for these dogs he was totally judging me (laughs) oh my gosh too funny yeah anyways so yeah do you guys do you guys have dogs and if you do do they sleep in bed with you yeah i'm curious yeah we're percentages of that we're dog people i mean you do you consider yourself a dog person i i know you've had cats yeah i grew up having cats we had i grew up having a dog too but 
he was an outside dog. Like, I did not grow up having a dog in the house. Like, that wasn't a thing. Okay. Yeah, we always had inside dogs. And so I never really cons- – I was never like, oh, I don't like pets because I did grow up with them. Mm-hmm. But I never was like, oh, I have to get an animal. Like, once well, I was Well, had that on my evil own. cat from hell. I did. I, like, oh adopted gosh. this sad abandoned cat, but – we used to call her Lucifer. Uh-huh. But I, like, <laughs> I shouldn't have that that poor animal. Just was hopeless. Anyways, <laughs> she could not be domesticated. I think she was, like, she was a, a wild beast. She was, like, I think she was probably a feral cat, <laughs> like, who was abandoned by her mother. And I could not domesticate her. She was terrible. Yeah. Anyways. And she lived forever. She did. So, um, anyhow. But, yeah. So, when Jason and I got Jack, you know, we... It just sort of happened. We weren't looking right. for a dog. So. Right. But yeah, we like fell in love with him instantly. And we're yeah. like, we need this dog. So I'm mm-hmm. definitely my my dog person. And I think because now I've had him for like four years. Oh, yeah. I'm more open to like other people's dogs too. And my parents have three now that live in the house. Like all the, yeah. And we didn't grow up with that. So I was kind of like, who the heck are you? Like, yeah. They just keep collecting dogs. So yeah. it's just funny. You just change. But yeah. So yeah. yeah, I'm a dog person. I like dogs. I like hanging out with them. Yeah. They're usually, they're so much nicer than a lot of people. So. Yeah. And accepting. Yeah. <laughs> and they love you for no reason. It's true. Yeah. Anyways. I don't trust cats. Nope. <laughs> They'll knife you in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Cats are crazy. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Okay. Shall we? Yeah. Uh, do you have any housekeeping? Oh. Uh... If not, don't worry. I have all of it. But I just wasn't sure no, if there was anything you noted. No, I don't think noted. so. Oh, one thing. Uh, we got an email from from Nicole. Was it Nicole? One I of know. our new one of our new listeners. Yes, Nicole. Gonna, yes. Were you gonna no, go mention ahead. that? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, one thing that she requested that um, I thought was really smart mm-hmm. was that if we talk about other Turk Dizzy, Turk Dizzleri whatever the mm-hmm. specific term would be whatever the plural the plural is. would be that uh if we talk about other shows if we can uh offer the spelling of the titles which is really smart it is smart because us trying to speak turkish <laughs> and then you trying to figure <laughs> and then out how that's trying to spelled. figure out what we're saying and let alone how it's spelled uh-huh. yeah um is probably a nightmare for everyone involved so <laughs> What we're going to start doing is if we mention a book. Mm-hmm. Why am I saying book? It's Oh, because I was in my email and it was something about a book. <laughs> Sorry. If we mention another show, we're going to put it in the show notes. Yeah. That way we you can, guys can look it up and see yeah. what we're talking about. And we could probably start doing that even for certain songs too. Like just songs for mentioned sure. or whatever. Yeah. So. And I mean, we did that with that, that Tukon song, mm-hmm. but we ha- we don't really consistently do that for other stuff. Mm-mm. So it's probably the nicer, more professional way to do things if we actually give you the information of yes. the things that we talk about in the episode. So we'll, in case you're we, interested. We'll so. start being better about that. So thank you, Nicole. Yes. And I'll just give a quick shout out to, uh, I, gosh, I really hope I'm saying your names correctly. One is Sherry, so I'm pretty sure I got that. Okay. And Jules and Chatita. Uh, they're all three different ladies who reached out either on Twitter or Instagram to say that they, like, just started listening. Okay. And, uh, so I just wanted to say hello and welcome to them Yay. since they reached out. And then what was another thing? Oh, last week we were talking about um, 
like possibly other DZs and stuff to get into. Yes. <laughs> what? And I started a new one. Oh, you did. <laughs> and I have to avoid Twitter because you're tweeting about it. Well, okay. And so there could be spoilers. There's... And I'm like, I can't even go on my own Twitter. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. My tweets are spoiler free. Okay. It's just... Well, what about the direct messages these girls are sending you? Well, that's why they're saying... <laughs> oh, you probably... Uh-huh. <laughs> I have access to that Twitter account, Kristen. Just because I don't tweet often doesn't mean I'm never on there. <laughs> well, just, don't worry about the DMs then for a while. <laughs> but not... And it goes to our email. And I'm like, oh, it getting, does. It huh? does. I got to just change the setting, though, for it to not go to the email. Yeah, we probably don't need to I really those. just want to give you crap because <laughs> you started another DZ and I, these girls are, are plying you with information. They, and I'm like, oh, are. crap. I have to be careful and not see anything. So what, what's crazy <laughs> is I literally said last week, like, oh, I need to finish one of these mm-hmm. three that I'm in the middle of watching. And what did I do? I started, started a, a new one. Brand new one. But it's not. I blame Nadia because she tweeted about it so much. And she's the one that sent me their soundtrack initially, like, weeks ago. Kara Sevda? Yes. Okay. And, um, which... I'm going to make a note. We'll spell that uh-huh. in uh, the episode notes. But they were, like, telling me kind of just, you know, the basic plot of it. And everyone's like, it's so good. It's this. It's amazing. It's the only uh, Turkish show that's won an international Emmy. Like, wow. Yeah. So there's wow. like 74 episodes. Holy crap. I know. And I... Where are you watching it? Is it on Netflix or something? No. Oh, okay. No, that's, like that's fine. Back channel you don't have yeah. to... You don't have to divulge your sources. <laughs> I mean, if anyone... But just, some of them are on Netflix. Yeah, I wasn't sure yes. if it was one of those. Uh, but yeah, if anyone actually Especially wants to it, watch it, just send me a DM and I'll explain to you how to watch it. If you know how to dig for these Turkish shows, I'm sure you'll find it. Exactly. That's, it's not super hard. It's that whole... Um, yeah. The, whole, the underground. The underground, Turk I guess. Deezies. Underground Turk Deezies horses. Yeah. Anyhow, it's really good. I was like hooked from the start. It's, yeah, I'm sucked in. So mm-hmm. it, it's going to take me a while. I can't binge it. I just don't have that kind of time like right. I did for EK and stuff. But it's really, really good, you guys. Super dramatic. Very angsty. Completely the anti-EK. But uh-huh. it's very, very good. So now I'm in the middle of four Deezies, technically. <laughs> So I just had to throw that out there. I blame Nadia. And then there's a girl, uh, Diana, who has been, like, super helpful in, like, answering questions for me. And she's the one I'm mostly DMing with. Okay. She's very sweet. She's the one that showed me, like, how to watch it and all that stuff. Okay. it's been fun. So I just wanted to give Nadia and Diana shout outs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to start another DC and tweet about it. So you have to avoid it. (laughs) Do it. <laughs> the petty Betty inside of me wants to do that. Hey, yesterday I told Mabs because she was gonna try to guess something, and I was like, "Okay, if you do, sent." I told her what my personal Twitter was and told her to DM oh, me there. That's sweet. So that way you wouldn't get spoiled. <laughs> Anyhow, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> so I think that was it. Oh, we can go over some of the answers for the question of the week last week. Oh yeah. Um, for favorite tropes. Yeah, I I grabbed a couple of them. I know that Emily said fake relationships, which girl, same. Uh-huh. Fake <laughs> I relationships. Love a good fake relationship. Marriage of convenience. Uh huh. Yeah. Those are, they're really good. They are. So, um, Christy replied on Twitter. Oh, the question of the week last week was what are your 
favorite, favorite tropes. tropes so far. Yeah. In EK. And some of the answers I think were just in the show overall, but that's okay. okay. That's fine too. Uh, Christy Rowe, I loved seeing John grow and change. He's more alive, less lonely, happier, carefree, and almost kid-like with Son M. Hmm. And she said, I can't see him with Polen like that. He surprised himself and became more open. He never experienced this and found that he doesn't have to be lonely or alone. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what that would fall under trope-wise, but I thought it was an interesting observation because um, it's funny because Son M kind of was the opposite. She was already like kid-like and this and that, but she kind of like started to grow up and be yeah. a little less naive about things. Yeah. So it just kind of shows like they're very complimentary of each other. Like, yes. it, you know, he learned how to have a more um not innocent but right you know yeah yeah so i just liked it. i was like oh that's funny like she kind of helped him calm down and be more childlike in certain mm-hmm. things and he like encouraged and helped her to kind of grow up in the aspects that she needed to yeah so i thought that was really good and i agree you he wasn't like that at all with pollen and he was very solitary even mm-hmm. though he was technically in a relationship right. with her for however long yep it's true and then Riley said, my favorite trope in EK, and she titled it, waking up wrapped around each other when mm. we didn't mean to fall asleep or had to share a bed. Uh-huh. And she said they did it swoony-like in 19, which uh-huh. obviously we covered last week, but also so sweet in the hammock in 11 yeah. when her room was frozen in episode 30 uh-huh. and in 46 when he slept in her room. Yeah. I was like, those, that's very true. Those are great moments. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to say her name's Christina, but on Instagram, Muna Arc SM said she loves the jealousy trope. She mm. loves possessive John Bay, sulking, hiding his feelings, <laughs> saving Son M, acting like a man boy. She is <laughs> laughing with their goofy acting and pretending when they were on their date, Son M, Fabry, and John oh, Gonzalez yeah, yeah. last week. Hilarious. She goes, but their acting sucks when they're trying to just be friends. Uh huh. <laughs> and hard agree. Uh, Moran said, favorite trope, hands down, is definitely the man you're looking for was right in front of you all along. Uh John Bay is albatross. Uh, Juju Simos wrote, bed sharing is my all-time favorite, which we just went over. Uh, Emily said she loves fake relationships. And the other comment on that was someone telling us to vote for John. (laughs) In in, in that e-poll, which by the time you (laughs) – isn't that funny? By the time you guys hear this. That's really funny. (laughs) By the time you guys hear this, the poll, I'm pretty sure, will be said and done. Oh, for sure. It's Friday for us right now, and it's 3 o'clock, so I think the poll's about to go live in an hour. Okay. And it'll be 48 hours, right? And I think we have all weekend. the final round. Yeah. So by the time you guys hear this. The drama will finally come to an end. Hallelujah. (laughs) So if he lost, I'll just say this. Hey, we put in a good fight. We got John's name out there. We, I think we made him pretty well known here in the states based on that i mean a lot of people were just figuring out who the heck he was and what the show was for the first time right i just think it's really cool that we were even able to get him on an american poll award ceremony whatever you want to call it considering we got in basically through the loophole of well it technically airs here because of star and Eric kenji kush having their own youtube channel yes so I just love that we even got to the top two is insane. I know. So if we lost, good job, it you guys. That this fandom is the most dedicated and the best fandom. I agree. In the world. And if we won, again, great job, yeah, you guys. That'd be awesome. We made it happen. Yeah. So, I mean, what that would like? 
That would just be crazy. I that know. Would be so cool. Like how exciting that <laughs> this would be the first time a foreign actor yeah. has taken the title. And if he does win, he will have taken the title from someone who's won, I think, four other times in the past. Wow. So it would, yeah. So maybe the entertainment industry will take note. Yes. And they'll be like, what show is this? That's mm-hmm. so obviously popular. Yeah. Can can we make any money off of this and, if we oh my gosh, add it to yeah. Netflix or something like that? I can you imagine? If it'd be so cool. If all we got out of this was Netflix picking the show up, yeah, totally worth every crosswalk, uh-huh. every traffic light, every <laughs> every hill, bus, every bus, car that I have fire had, hydrant, fire hydrant that I have had to hunt down. Been having nightmares about them in these pixelated <laughs> pictures. And they're I, so tricky. Like, they'll have a they make that I swear they make them more pixelated. They do. Those they're jerks. super blurry. And then there's, like, a tiny little traffic light in the far back of uh-huh. one. And you miss it's it. Like, and they're oh, like, you missed it. Sorry. Try, try again. again. Or the ones that are disappearing and reappearing. Yes. Oh, so annoying. Yeah. I know. It's the worst. Anyhow. Either way, it was worth it. Whether we won, whether we lost, it totally worth it to get John as far as we did. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Just wanted to throw that out there, too. I agree. <laughs> so I think that was... I think that was it for housekeeping for me. Anything else from you? No? I think that's it. All right. So we'll dive into the summary right now. The hashtag for this episode, volume 20, was E. Key Varsin, which I actually knew what this meant without having to translate it. I was really proud of myself. It's uh, so, well, I should say almost. I thought it was so good to have you. Mm -hmm. It's so glad I have you. Mm. So I was close. Uh, Summary of the episode is... After kissing John with the help of some juice-infused confidence, <laughs> Sanem comes up with a slogan for the Compass Sports campaign. John loves her ideas and brings Sanem to be the head of the campaign, and they start to work together. Meanwhile, Emre, who crashed his car after angrily leaving the campsite, is taken to the hospital. John finds out and immediately goes to see Emre, and Sanem won't leave his side as he's so upset about this news. The accident begins to melt the ice between John and Emre. Back at the agency, Eileen has placed a hidden camera, stealing all the information and plans for the campaign. Can Eileen beat John with this movement? Also, if you think we've seen the last of Fabri, you're wrong. The end of the episode is going to be explosive. <laughs> well, they weren't so, wrong. Mm-mm. Well, we get to relive the kiss. Yes. So that is lovely. Yes, we got two kisses, one at the end of last week, and we get to see it again in fuller length. Yeah. Now, uh... So yes, so we we relive the the whole thing, but this time uh, we see that JJ is right there, <laughs> and he's freaking out. I he's love like, it. Why am I always the one who witnesses these things? Because now there's another secret for him uh-huh. to keep. Oh man, and he just stands there watching them. And let me tell you, that kiss goes on. So do not tell me John was not participating. In that kiss. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if I noticed the first time Mm -hmm. that – so she says, John DeVee, you're mine, that's all. And Mm -hmm. she kisses him. And then they split and she – she's like instantly sobered. Right. And she apologizes. Right, like, what did I just do? Yes. And he says, uh, basically – I think that whatever you dr- you were drinking brought out whatever was actually deep down inside. Uh-huh. And then he goes back in uh-huh. and they kiss again. Well, they start to and then – but they hear JJ's – Well, see, I couldn't tell. Uh-huh. It looked like they kissed again. They at least were – they were just right yeah. there. If not, they were like millimeters away. I took it as 
he started to maybe go back in a little. Okay. And, and then they, because they, they heard, did cut to JJ. Yeah. But I was like, whoo, whoo. But, and being an but in my mind, I was like, well, they're just kissing right mm-hmm. now as, as JJ is, uh-huh. is on screen. Well, maybe John and Demet were. <laughs> maybe they but. were. I'll bet they were. <laughs> but <laughs> any yeah. excuse. I took it as JJ's hooing kind of and the noise right. of him running away kind of like startled them and they're like let's get back to camp right but yeah which well which is what they yeah that's clearly what it was supposed to imply <laughs> like but i just wanted them to be kissing more uh, <laughs> don't we all so yeah then they have to go back uh and then son them it's like what the hell did i do <laughs> Because, like I said, she's instantly sobered uh-huh. after after kissing him, and she's just regretting everything. Yep. Um. So that was great. And in that moment, as she's drunk, she comes up with the slogan. Um, yeah. Find of yourself. course. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh. So yeah, she came up with the, with the slogan for Compass Sport for Find Yourself in Nature. I I have to say first what. When she's sitting there, like, battling with her inner self. Yes. And she, she, you know, she's like, how did I do this? Oh, my gosh. Like, you know, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, well, I have a few guesses, Uh like, how you did it. All that gloriousness is standing in front of you. But my favorite is when she's arguing with her head voice. Mm -hmm. And she tells it, yes, there's a koala in me. It wants to stick to John and live there. Yes. forever i have that animal inside of me yep <laughs> and so i mean oh i think i had screenshot that but i forgot because yeah that happened like right before then she starts like talking about finding herself and all that yes but i have to men- yeah i just had to bring it up because that was when i watched that for the first time that was like the funniest thing yeah to read yeah about a koala wanting to stick to john and stay there forever because i mean relatable yep <laughs> Oh, son them. Anyhow, so keep going. So she finds, figures out a slogan in yes. all her drunken thoughts. Yeah, so she comes up with the with the slogan and John is very pleased. And I thought this was really sweet because uh, he says, I'm not surprised at all. I knew you'd come up with something amazing like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, and then Gomze overhears it and she is clearly happy about what she's hearing. Right. And she tells John... I know that I shouldn't say anything because I work for the company that you're trying to basically get work from. Right. But I think that you're on the right track with Mm -hmm. what you've come up with. Um, And then John says, yeah, we found a great idea, a beautiful idea. And then he looks at Sun M. That reminded me of when in one of the earlier episodes, I think it's episode three, when they're at dinner after – he comes and finds her yes. at the restaurant after yes. getting rid of the model chick or whatever. Uh-huh. And they're sitting there talking and she's like, oh, it's such a beautiful view. And he's like, he says, yes, yes, it, it is. is. And he's looking at her. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Well, and Bambi is no dummy and mm-hmm. she sees the Twitter pitted look on his face. Oh, yeah. And she calls him out and she says oh, I've known you for 10 years. I know that face, John DeVete. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what she calls him. A mountain lion. A mountain lion. Seems like the mountain lion has fallen for the house bird. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he says, a rare bird. Yes. <laughs> so that was really cute. I agree. And at this point, it still feels like, okay, 
Gamze is not a big deal. Yeah. Sanem shouldn't really be jealous of her. Right. Clearly, from the beginning, she had no intentions on John. She liked his best friend. Right. And then they dated. And Sanem finds that out in this episode as well that uh that she, she dated his friend mm-hmm. yes and that that's how they even know each other right and she was kind of like oh so you never were in a relationship together and he basically tells her he he well, she, lets her lets she her down yeah she doesn't actually ask that he said he she is like asking about college he infers and stuff, huh and he says I'm going to go ahead and answer the question that yes. I know you're dying to ask me, but you won't. Uh-huh. But no, we never dated. Because uh-huh. Sanem was beating around the bush like, oh, you went to college together? You this, you that? Like, And I loved it because he's just like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, I know what you're really asking me. Yeah. So he puts her out of her misery uh-huh. and finally tells her that so they never dated. Uh-huh. Oh, let's see. JJ's still being crazy, acting a fool, oh running gosh, around. And Gomze's so like, funny. what's up with him? And I love that John goes, oh, we at the agency are accepting of disturbed people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's he's grouping Sanem in that group as well. Because <laughs> girl's crazy too. Exactly. But we love her. Exactly. Also, Duren is <laughs> so... I don't know why this was so funny to me, but... Because she gets so irritated mm-hmm. uh, right after because everybody's congratulating Sanem. Right. And she says, we found our slogan. Now it's time to say goodnight. I know. <laughs> and it's basically like, go to bed, children. Uh-huh. We, well, we did our work. You need to go to sleep now. And the other thing, too, is like, you're all bent, but it's your own fault. You got her drunk. And that's yep. how she came up with this slogan. So you have nobody to blame but yourself, It's Duren. true. You were, trying to, you were trying to make one thing happen, but instead – I mean, it she backfired. It backfired. She doesn't I mean, know. it's good for the company, though, too. So why are you so mad? It is. But it definitely backfired because Sun M came up with the slogan. And not that Duren knows this, but she also got to kiss John yeah. because of the well, confidence and, she had in that moment. And John is pouring all this praise on her because it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. And why wouldn't he pour praise on her when yeah. it's exactly what they need? So, yep. yeah. So whatever, Duren. That's what you get. I know. And then I... We switched to a Mahali scene, but I fast-forwarded through it. Yeah, basically, Nihat gets a job driving a taxi. Then he crashes the taxi, and then they like, try to figure out Muzo, what to do. Because like, threw water on it yeah. or something. Okay. Yeah. I think that's, like, a cultural thing where yes. if somebody's leaving, you toss water out behind yes. them. Yes, but he, like, did it across the windshield or something, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, because he's an idiot. Because so. he's Muzo. Yeah. All right. But that's basically what the all of the Mahali thing is okay. for this episode. And then Aisun and Mevkabe are at are odds again. At odds, trying to get people in shape. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Honestly. And they start the and they also uh, start the beginnings of the library that John yes, suggested. That's right. So that's everything in the Mahale. Yep. Cool. So there you go. There's the Mahale <laughs> summary. So now we go back to John and Sanem are the only ones left awake at camp. Mm-hmm. She came out to get fresh air. Saw that John's sitting by the campfire. Yeah. She kind of has flashbacks of him giving her the necklace and that sort yes. of thing. She apologizes again for kissing him. And yeah. I love what he – this well, – I really loved what he said. He kind of reiterated what he said in the forest that you had mentioned, like, well, you must have meant it. Uh-huh. But I just love the way he worded it because he mm. said, a drunk person's actions are her sober thoughts. Yeah. And I was like, dang. Yeah. I also thought it was really sweet that when she came out, he asked her, did you have another nightmare? Yeah. Because – Obviously, he's worried and he doesn't want her to have another nightmare. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was really a nice little touch for him to ask that. I love him. And you know what's funny now? Now that I know they improvise so much, 
it's like, man, I wish I knew, like, was that an improvised mm, line? Like, now I want to yeah. know how much improvisation was by improvisation. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> was, like, John and Demet, like, was that yeah. a line that he just threw out there? Mm. Or was that something they were supposed to say already? Yeah. Like, because it was just so, you're right, it was just this very sweet, it's a, like. It's a sweet callback. And yes. clearly he's thinking about her. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Anyhow. It must have bothered him. Yeah. How upset she was from that nightmare. Yeah. I agree. So, um, but in the middle of all that, that's when they get the phone call from because Emre's the hospital stupid and crashed his car. Yeah, I keep I hate calling it an accident because I'm like, no, you did this out of your own anger. So, I mean, when they when they show the accident again, as he's thinking back on it, a car comes out mm-hmm. and he that he had to avoid. Mm-hmm. But like I said last week, he was driving angry and erratic and very erratically. Mm-hmm. So. You know, his better sense was not intact as he was behind the wheel of that car. So I don't feel bad for him Mm -hmm. at all. Honestly. I don't either. And honestly, the fact that they had so many scenes of Layla tending to him and all of their interactions, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I I don't want to watch this. I don't care about them. They're both selfish. Mm -hmm. They're just irritating me. Yeah. And with how nasty Layla was to Sanem for half of the episode. I know. Like, and they both were kind of not nasty to each, to each other because I don't feel like Sunnam was being nasty. No, I don't think she was. But it felt like Layla was. Oh, she absolutely like, was. She was just kind of being a little jerk. Well, yeah, she even started blaming John for the yes. accident to uh-huh. Sunnam at the hospital. And yeah. I was like, oh, mm-mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That and made me so mad. You know, waiting on him hand and foot. <laughs> Sorry, so I just stupid. I just rolled my eyes really dramatically. Well, <laughs> just super irritated. I just I don't remember if I was that irritated the first time I watched this episode. Yeah, I by don't rem- all of these scenes. I don't remember thinking the first time like, oh, this is a lot of layam. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember thinking that. Yeah, but this time around, I was like, I don't like either of you right now. Yeah, and you can get off my screen. Yeah, that's how I felt. I know. I know. Ugh. I know some people are big Lamb shippers, but I am not one of those people. And I just I... want them to both be alone and yeah. sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Just for what? Layla she did. hurt my sweet baby angel, mm-hmm. first of all. And she's hurting him again this episode. Yeah. And Emre is a walking trash can, so... <laughs> It's ironic you use that term because that's what the horrible, horrible fandoms were calling John oh, in this poll. We're not, gonna, is- we're not gonna sully this podcast with, <laughs> with, with the words of those people. Those people who yeah. shall not be named. That's right. All right. All right. I'll leave, I'll leave that alone. Um so yeah, basically he decides to run to the hospital. He's freaking out. Right. Because his like, brother's injured. And son because like, he's sweet, yeah, and he still cares about his brother, even though his brother is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's true, Ugh. but because Sonam can see he's so distraught, yeah, she's like I'm she not leaving you him. alone. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with you. And I wrote, um, what did I wrote? Put John blames himself. Mm-hmm. Emery will be fine. Unfortunately, <laughs> let's all let's all feel bad for his own temper tantrum being the cause and the cut on his neck. <laughs> I don't know why that translation was so funny to me. I'm like, that's all he got uh-huh. was a cut on his neck. And if all but he, got... he has a neck brace yeah, but if all and he... this big patch on his eye. And he's walking <laughs> with, with a cane. cane. 
Although I will say he's a lot more convincing than someone else who winds up with See, a cane I didn't later think on. He was at all. That's <laughs> one of the notes I wrote when I say, "Oh my gosh!" Because one of the scenes when he's back at home. Oh my gosh! I have to freaking find it. My notes are so scattered. Where is it? Uh, I have to find my LOLs because it was definitely an LOL. <laughs> It's probably uh, just because I hate that character so much that I'm like, Oh, well, I'm sure that skews your perspective. Yeah. Like, well, Emery was better And he is king. terrible. Mm-hmm. He is terrible. He's no Hugh Laurie. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he yeah, he's was no like Dr. House. Crazy convincing yeah. with that cane. Um, gosh dang it. Where is it? Let me find it. All right. You look for it. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll keep going about this scene until you find it. Yeah. I just basically wrote, John's too nice, but okay, I get it. Because again, he's the nice person. So he feels bad that the situation with his brother would have been left the way it was with the last things him saying with the last things John saying to him, you know, being like basically get out of my life, get out of here. Yeah. Kind of a thing. So it kind of causes him to think. And I, you know, I said, we wind up with a sweet moment between John M because once they know he's going to be okay, they've seen him in the room, they're back out in the waiting room. And John just tells her, you know, thank you so much for coming. I don't know what I, you know, would have done if you didn't come here with me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I'm so lucky to have you in my life. And they hug. And Sanem just says, I'll stay beside you as long as you want me to. I loved that. And it was just the sweetest. Yeah. And I wrote, uh, sidebar, John is wearing the shirt that Sanem, oh, he's uh-huh. wearing that shirt. Yeah. I don't know if that was on he's purpose or not. getting her but... sent back on it by hugging her. Uh-huh. <laughs> So there's another cute moment. Did you find your note? I did. I didn't even write anything that interesting. I just, <laughs> just put, that he was unconvincing. Yeah, I just put haha em- Emery can't walk with a cane. He just looks so like an ogre to me when he <laughs> he's, when he's walking with because he's kind of hunched over. But he's it wearing, just reminds me of and he's wearing those really baggy pants. And yes, I, I think that makes it worse. It and for some reason it makes me think of um so in any frankenstein story or parody uh there's always the monster Mm -hmm. dr frankenstein and then uh his assistant igor Mm -hmm. and for some reason the way emray was walking because igor's always like hunchbacked Mm -hmm. and all jacked up (laughs) walks really funny and the way emray was walking with the cane reminded me i was like he's like igor like this big ogre that can't walk (laughs) and he's all hunched over so I don't know why it was so funny to me, the way that he looked oh. trying to convincingly walk with a cane. <laughs> like, you're not an old crone. Well, like, now I'm going to have to go back and, now I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch those scenes just to. Especially just to at the it. house. Because I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the way he was walking. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. So back to the hospital. Yeah. There's, then John and Sonam decide to grab some tea and go sit like. I don't know if they're like in the cafeteria area or what. Yeah. But they have a very sweet moment. Um, and I just said, Sanem has such a good heart because I don't even know if I could say all of this. About? About Emre. backstabbing Emre. Yeah. yeah. And everything he's done to her mm-hmm. because, you know, she can tell that John, John's kind of sitting all sad and, yeah. you know, she's like, John, please stop. I can tell you're blaming yourself still. Mm-hmm. And John says, Emre, though, he could have died. I could never forgive myself. And she says, you were both mad at each other. And he says, how did it come to this state? I I mean, someone like him, how could he do all those things? I don't even recognize him mm. anymore. 
And she and Sanem says, I think Miss Eileen is affecting Emery. Yeah. Miss Eileen is a very bad person. And John agrees and says, yes. He says, her evil was even able to reach you. I still mm-hmm. didn't forget that thing that she has done to you at your birthday. And I'm glad that um, they give a callback to that. Yeah. Because that was, again, different writer. Yeah. So they could have just kind of like swept that under the rug. But yep. I do like that we get that he did not forget right. the humiliation that they put her through. Yes. And on who her birthday. was really at fault with that. Exactly. Yeah. And... But then Sanem says, you didn't forget, but I did. I never respond evil with evil. Hmm. And I love that. Yeah. Um, And then she tells him, I think you should put all these things you've been through behind you. In this life, in this life, everything, your money, your stuff, your work, your career, they can all be lost with a little bit of anger. But family, siblings, these are very different. I mean, even if they did something wrong to you, you should still be supporting them. And he says, but Sanem... She says, John, and she says, I know you're really hurt. I know he disappointed you very much, but I think after what he's been through, I think he's learned his lesson already. Mm. In this life, everyone deserves a second chance, especially if that person is your brother. I think you should listen to him. And then he says again to her, I'm glad I have you. You're making me feel so much better. And like, man, after everything, not just what he put John through, but just Mm -hmm. everything that Emery put Son M through. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fact that she is encouraging, like, John to reconcile with him. Yeah. And it just real. I think it just really shows the kind of person she is, where her heart's at, and that she still wants to believe the best yeah. about people. And and how mature is she in, yeah. you know, coming into the situation that way? Mm-hmm. Because she could easily sway it to her own benefit. Like, yeah. screw him, forget him. Especially to help uh, assuage John's guilt mm-hmm. in the situation. Absolutely. When he didn't do anything wrong yep. yeah he was mad yeah he said some things yeah but what emory just came emory had just come to tell him that he got shares back right in in the company that he had been kicked out from yep. because of all these horrible things that he had done yeah so she totally took the higher road with that yeah and it to me just shows how mature she is how much she's grown and I don't know. It That show, really shows her character yeah, to me. Yeah, and where her priorities lie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have more. Uh, we, pick ba- we pick back up at the camp, mm-hmm. um, and <laughs> JJ's losing his mind. <laughs> like I'm, usual. I made a couple gifts from this episode. Did you? So I'll have to share them on our okay. Twitter and uh, different um, social media. Okay. Because this – all of the crazy stuff JJ was doing was so funny to me. Like when, when there, when he's right outside of Ihan's tent because mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out if where Son M is mm-hmm. and if John is gone too. Because <laughs> now he's like, I've seen them kiss. Are they off together? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he dives into John's tent. Yeah. That one is really <laughs> funny. And then afterwards, he's up and he's in his big green jacket. Uh-huh. And then he says something to Ihan and he does this funny twirl and he kicks the soccer ball. <laughs> 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 and I don't know what it is about his movements that crack me up, but I made a gif of, about it. Uh, he does physical comedy. He really does. So well. It's so funny. Uh, so they have to pack everything up because right. Duran obviously has heard that John is at the hospital. Right. Because of the accident. So they pack everything up and leave um, without totally knowing everything about the situation. Yeah. Um, And then 
uh, Eileen shows up at the hospital. Yuck. Yeah. And John basically tells her off. I didn't take screenshots, I don't think. I didn't either. I just, He basically just says, like, you're nobody and nothing to us. I'm yeah. taking my brother home. We don't need you. I don't want to see you again. And just kind of sends her away. Yeah. Let me double check if I did. But, of course, the second. Oh, OBG. yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I did. Because she's uh, – John says, I talked with the doctor and you can go home basically. Mm-hmm. To Emory. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so he's like, okay, great, wonderful. And Eileen says, I'll take care of the paperwork. And John says, I already took care of the paperwork. And now I'll take my brother home with me. And you won't come with us. Yes. Not to home, not to the company, not to our life. You are nothing from now on. Yes, I love You're it. You're nothing for us. And then she walks out and what does she do <laughs> instantly picks up her phone and says you're gonna pay for this john dv mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's exactly what she it's says essentially, but though. essentially yeah uh-huh you'll be sorry yeah and picks up her phone and calls up fabry mm-hmm. and they meet up i might be jumping a little that's bit. okay just talk about it then we don't have to when we get there yeah um so they meet up and i Fabri, even at that meeting, he's kind of like, I I we, never noticed that before. He's almost like almost rude to her. Uh-huh. Yeah, like why are you contacting me? Yeah, have like, nothing. We have no connection anymore. anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And so then she basically says, "Look, you and I both want to end John. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what's in it for us." Yeah. Um, and she explains, you know, okay, they could get this contract. But then if they do that, they're not going to need you and they're going to – she basically says there's a way for us to end his career. Right. And she says, and when he loses all he has, then we'll see if Sanem is still with him. Which I wrote right – I made a note and I put, clearly Eileen has no clue who Sanem is Mm -hmm. because she has no interest in his money. And and, I mean, for goodness sakes, in 14 – one of my favorite parts is when he's like offering to take her around the world mm-hmm. and asks her, where do you want to go? And mm-hmm. all she does is touch his heart, lay her head on his chest mm-hmm. and says, right here is enough for me. Yep. So it's like, you don't yeah. even know what you're saying. Yeah. Because that's what Eileen would do. Right. She wouldn't be with a man who wasn't, uh, who had lost everything. Right. She would leave in a second. And stupid Fabry, who also clearly doesn't know Son M, is like, oh, Yeah, okay. exactly. Yep. Ugh. So he says, okay, so to achieve the goal of this, what, like, how do we do it? And she says, if John wins the contest, he'll pay the money that he owes you immediately. Then your partnership will be over. So it won't be necessary for Son M. Oh, so then Fabry catches on and he says, oh, so it won't even be necessary for Son M to make me that perfume. Uh-huh. And Eileen's like exactly right. So now, if you make Sanem sign the contract right away, then even if John wins the contest, Sanem will still be indebted to you. So that's her whole master plan. Oh, yes. Okay. See, this is how much I hate them. I clearly just skimmed over that scene <laughs> because I didn't realize that she said that. I knew yeah. they were plotting. Yep. And all that, but I didn't realize now it makes sense why he's like, oh, just a little formality real quick. Here's a contract for you. Yes. Now because it makes he's sense. Trying to secure, okay. Yep. Okay. He's I mean, trying to secure Son M. I knew what he was doing, trying to secure her, but now sure. I see where the where the where the seed, seed was, was planted. planted. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So again, Eileen making trouble. So yeah, that's where that all came okay. from. And then we already talked about 
I have just about Layla blaming John for the accident. And I said, I'm about to, I'm about ready to slap her in next week. The audacity she has. Yeah. And then let's see. Then we, do we get to work the next day or something? Because the next note I have is JJ confronts Son M about the kiss. They must be like at work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because remember, she, they've both been up all night. So they go home and change and then go into work. Layla, oh, that's right. Because Layla then offers to take care of Emre. So John yeah. and Son M So she takes the day the off okay. to tend to the idiot. Ugh. And then Son M goes uh-huh. home and changes and goes back to the, right. the agency. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and then it was back to Eileen plotting with Fabri. So we're good. Yeah. So yes, you're right. JJ confronts her mm-hmm. and says, I saw you kissing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way he could. I'm, confront sounds a little aggressive because he's being hilarious, of course. But yes. He's still confronting her. He is yeah. confronting her, but he's not being like he's not being mean about it. He's just like, "What's going on? I yes. saw this. Why do I keep seeing these things between the two of you yeah. and all this stuff?" And um, they kind of get ushered off to like meet, right? Because then John, I didn't take screenshots of any of this. So, because um, John at some point gives well, her John the enters in a glorious hoodie. <gasps> oh, oh yeah, he does. That yeah. hoodie mm-hmm. is excellent for my eyeballs (laughs) (laughs) eye candy is it (laughs) yes (laughs) um and he basically says we although they i think they did properly celebrate it but he makes everybody applaud for sun m again yeah because of her excellent slogan Uh that she came up with um, and <laughs> as they're doing that, JJ, did you catch that? Because he leans over and he says, they're celebrating your kiss right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she like kind of shushes she him. smacks and, yeah. him. <laughs> I love. Okay. So here's on Twitter yesterday when we get to, when we got to this part, I realized something. And oh, like, is this the thing that you had never noticed? Yes. Okay, what is it? Okay, and everyone, like a bunch of the girls on Twitter were like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, you're going to have to wait till the episode comes out because <laughs> I want to just talk about it because I didn't want – I wanted to tell you for the first time, so I don't right. want you to see me tweeting about it. Right. Because after he – John puts on him in charge. Yes. And uh, Duren kind of, you know, is Her- having trouble with that because right. she's usually in charge. Oh, yeah. So, she's not the coordinator on right. the project. So this whole dream sequence comes up. Yeah. And she's imagining, like, Sonam being in charge. And <laughs> I Sonam, love that dream sequence. Oh, so do I. It's so good. This is where I was like, holy crap. How did I not notice this before? Well, I know why I didn't notice it before. Anyways, it's funny. Sonam's this monster who's yes. like, you know. <laughs> you're Fires. a fire you're the from yeah. here to here you're all fire <laughs> <laughs> and one of the guys goes but miss sanem i have two kids uh-huh. and she says god protect them but it's none of my damn business <laughs> that was so funny this is not a family support <laughs> oh my gosh and then did you also notice when she confronts Duren in this dream and, you know, she's like, my coffee needs to be 89 degrees. This is, you know, garbage, basically. Uh-huh. Do it again. And she keeps calling her the wrong name. Uh-huh. She calls her Demet she at does. one point. She does. <laughs> which I thought was really funny. Yeah. And then John walks up and is like, how would this company survive without you, Sanem? Like, yeah. all, you know, this gushing up. over her. And when he walks off, Dur- uh, Duren's kind of like, like, what the heck? Like, kind of looking back and forth. And Sanem's just kind of gushing about him. Yeah. Okay. She says, in, she goes, we can even go to the Maldives for our honeymoon. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I wonder if that's why the fandom 
was like freaking out when they realized that's where they were on vacation, oh. John and Demet. Because Son M says we can go to the Maldives I for a honeymoon. I even connect that. And I was like, oh <laughs> my gosh, I wonder if this is why the fandom flipped out that it was the Maldives. No. The Maldives, like not that, just because they're together, that makes total sense. But because it was referenced in the show, yeah. like and again, was that Demet saying that, or was that Sonam saying that? Was that Demet improvising, or was that line already there? Because then they did. Did they already have this vacation plan? Exactly. And I was like, and I'm like, I, I wonder if half the fandom's gonna be like, yeah, that's why we all freaked right. out, Kristen. Duh. Right. But I was like, I didn't wait, put wait, it wait. together either. Yeah. Like I totally, I. It just blew my mind yesterday. I just wrote, how did I miss this? Whoa. That's really funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I like couldn't believe it. I was like, of all the places for them to go, and it's a place that she mentions in the show. Yeah. It just, and they were being so secretive about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and everyone's, of course, all the fandom is like, everyone's convinced that they got engaged there. Like, even <laughs> though there's been no indication that they're engaged <laughs> or anything. And, but I will say this. I will say this. With all the stupid Turkish media, poor drama, poor Demet and uh-huh. John have been through this week. You know, she wound up having to come out on her Instagram and say, like, listen, I'm not with this guy that you guys are accusing me of being with. Like, we're friends. We were all hanging out together. Um, it's but- really dumb that she has to I know. do that. But she's like, we're just friends. That's all we are. And then even he said something on his – this guy said something on his Instagram, too. Like, Demet and I are just friends. The news is not true. Can't blah, blah, blah. we just be friends? Exactly. So – Here's the thing, though. Just take note. She's never come out and denied anything about her and John when, when they speculate. Mm-hmm. So just further confirmation <laughs> in my eyes. Anyways, that was just my side note. In our dream world, mm-hmm. they've been together, mm-hmm. what, maybe at least six months? Yeah, at least. You know, if we give them some time. Because he was dating somebody else when the show first started. Right. As was she. Mm-hmm. Or they had just broken up. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the Something timeline. Something like that. Of, Yeah. So, well, you know, you got to give them time to heal. Let's just say since the beginning of 2019. There you go. I'm so cool with that. the last eight months. Sure. Sure. So, anyhow. And I, they're very happy. So that's what, <laughs> yes, I agree. So that's what I was freaking out about on Twitter uh, on Thursday, you guys, when I was watching the episode, is just the fact that the Maldives were mentioned. And okay. And we figured out that they went there. And I was like, oh my, yeah, it just. Yeah. Okay. It yeah, just, I was curious. I was like, I wonder what well, clearly is. I wouldn't have figured it out when I first watched the episode because they hadn't gone yet. Right. But I just couldn't believe that that's the connection. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah. Anyhow. So <laughs> that was my big aha, whoa, crazy moment. Yeah. So moving on to this next scene, which is kind of a little can't breathey scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually have screenshots from that. I called it a chai moment. It is a chai moment. <laughs> uh, Let me find it. So Duran is still freaking out yes we're back out of her dream sequence but she's freaking out because uh john and son m are like oh do you want to get some chai Mm -hmm. or actually no they just kind of meet up at the chai station she goes Um, to grab for it and he also wants tea yes yes their hands touch as they both reach for the pot uh Uh, it would have been a lovely meet cute if they had never met before it's true uh so he's like why don't i pour some tea for you well she uh, burns her hand first remember I don't know if she actually burns it. You maybe, don't think so? Maybe she did, but I didn't know if that was metaphorical because their hands were linked oh, for that moment and, and there was, was like, a hot oh, moment between them. Oh, I, I kind of like that better. Yeah. 
But maybe maybe her finger grazed the pot. Right. And because she got so distracted by his beauty mm-hmm. and looking and gazing lovingly into his eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they both per- pull away and uh, he's like showing her how to relieve the pain by waving her hand. That's and- true. Because I feel like John would have been like... Actually concerned? Yeah. Like yeah. wanting to dress her hand or put burn cream or something mm-hmm. on it the fact that he's just like oh give it 10 seconds yeah i didn't think about that yeah obviously okay. it wasn't a serious burn right if it wasn't an actual burn so he pours her her tea mm-hmm. to kind of make up for it and um she says oh you're very good at pouring tea mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> i actually got a good is screen, that something you can be bad of her face is that something you can be bad at that's a really good <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you she's very a, self-satisfied in that. You should that. make a meme of that. I should. Uh, and he says, you know, I feel like you aren't the one who made this tea. And she says, how did uh, how do you know that? And he says, it doesn't have your color, I think. Mm. She says, oh, you think so? Uh, and he says, when you're not the one to make it, it tastes also mm, not good. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, oh, tea. And he says, yeah, tea. And then he says, you miss its smell a lot. She says, tea? He goes, yeah, tea. And you also miss its taste so much, that taste on the lips. And she goes, lips? (laughs) He says, like, fragrantly. And she says, I'm feeling a little odd when you're whispering something to me. Maybe I should make the tea again. Or we can drink something else. And he says, no, we shouldn't drink something else. Not for a while. Because it doesn't affect you in a good way. (laughs) You may do stuff that you regret later on. And she says, I don't regret it. Uh Uh-huh. And he asks, you didn't? And she says, no, I regret it because I was drunk. Mm -hmm. I disturbed you. I think I did, I mean. I actually don't remember it that much. And he says, so you're saying you were drunk and you don't remember. And she says, a little cliche, but yes. <laughs> and he says, should we go to the room? I- <laughs> and she's like, to the room? <laughs> she gets all flustered. <laughs> I was like, son <laughs> You're jumping to some conclusions right here. Yeah. She's like turning that into a dirty chai she chat. She is. <laughs> And then he explains, he says, I mean, there are still four other companies that we're competing against Mm -hmm. and we haven't gotten the job yet. So maybe we should work on the campaign. That's what I meant. Working. And then they go off to his office. (laughs) But I I thought that was really funny because she's like, oh, you want to go to the room? Just like in 19 when she winds up staying at his house and he's like, well, let's go to bed. And she's like, to bed? And he's like, I have a guest room. And she's an innocent girl. Uh And Um, in two or three more episodes, we'll we'll get another moment like that uh too. But oh man, yeah. So I liked that whole scene. There's a lot of uh, double entendre going Uh on. (laughs) Oh man. And then I let's see what happens next. Oh, Eileen is spying through that stupid camera, and I put because she's a one-trick pony. Yeah. Who clearly can't come up with her own ideas. So she has to steal them from other people. No wonder her agency is drowning. (laughs) Seriously. Well, and she doesn't even, she can't even take it herself. She has to go to one of the other four agencies. Right, and give them the Because she's not even part of this competition. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, basically give them the job as long as she gets 30%. Right. 
So Jeez. whatever. Yeah. And then let's see, we get the little montage of John M working together, picking out photos uh-huh. and things like that. Yeah. And I just love that. Doesn't at one point he tell her like, oh, your photographic talent is so great. He like, does. And you're not even trained. I can't even imagine what it would be he like does. if you were trained. Uh-huh. And which is just really cute. It makes her smile. And, yes. And then Duran walks in. And John literally is like, Sonem is a genius. And Duran's like. When she walks in, he says, Duran, you look pissed again. (laughs) I missed you. He's like, because she walks in with a look on her face. And he says, Duran, you look like you're pissed off again. What what is it? What happened? Yeah, she does look like she just sucked a lemon. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. But yeah, that's really funny. I can't believe I missed that. (laughs) But yeah, so he's singing her praises. Sonem's a genius, blah, blah, blah. And then you know, Duran demands feed, like, we need feedback. Uh-huh. And um, Sonam's like, well, everything's going well. Things are do- going great, this and that. Like, yeah. basically, there's no bumps in the road, which yeah. I think surprises Duran. Yeah. And that's when she says, Sonam, you're like a surprise egg, which she's referring to those kinder chocolate eggs that have toys inside oh. of them. Oh. And I can't take credit for that research. I actually saw this on Twitter a very long time ago. Okay. And I didn't know what they were referencing. I knew – I didn't know what episode it was from. Yeah. And I was like, oh. But then when I heard that, I was like, oh, I remember somebody tweeted about this yeah. because people were like, Well, and Kinder Eggs mean? aren't really – I mean, technically now they are mm-hmm. – some version of them is available in right. the States. Right. But at this time, I don't think they – you know, the the ones with the toys, like the classic Kinder Egg, right. we have never had in no. America. At so. least not in California. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I thought that was funny because I actually knew what she was referring to because – you know, they can't really talk brand names. Right. So she was working her way around that by just egg. calling it a surprise egg. <laughs> but that's what she was referring to. Like, nice. oh, you're like the chocolate egg with a toy inside. Huh. <laughs> so anyhow. Then let's see. Oh, John notices and hates the snow globe, but doesn't notice it's a camera, just that it's some ugly piece of decor. And it's like, Duran, get it out of here. And he hates it. Yeah. Yeah. So... I mean, it kind of foils Eileen's plans a little bit just because now she doesn't have access to John's office whenever there's any work yes. going on in there. Yeah. So, um, and then I put, oh, yay, more Fabri because he shows up. And makes threats. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is when he first starts kind of bullying her, huh? Yeah. Yep. And she gets upset and then John comes out and sees how upset she is. Right? Is it this one or is it? Or is oh, that yeah, it is. Yeah, I wrote because he tries to bully her into. Oh, because this is where. Okay, I remember now. Because he basically is like. Is this when he issues the ultimatum? Yeah, well, because basically or, what he says is, I feel like you've been putting me off. We haven't been able to work on the new perfume. Okay. And now we're running out of time. There's no time to create a new perfume. So now you just have to give me your personal one, the one that she had basically said she didn't want to. And I wrote, freaking manipulator. Mm-hmm. He, just as he's leaving, John walks up to her and is like, what the heck was that about? Because you yeah. look upset. And that's when she tells John, like, well, now he's saying I have to give him my, my perfume. Scent. And John basically goes into protector caveman mode and says, don't worry, I'll fix it. Yeah. And. Oh, and Fabri's saying it's a million dollar project. So yes. basically, I'm spending this money on this and you have to, you better provide. Right. Yeah. So he's getting nasty. Because he's been, yeah. at least where Sonem's concerned, he's been pretty understanding, flexible, yeah. all this stuff. And then but not his, anymore. Mm-hmm, and now he's in like full on evil businessman mode. Yeah. And he, 
he kind of twists the knife to, I guess I got screenshots of this. Oh, good. Because he says, I don't think I need to remind you that I saved this company from re- from collapsing. Ugh. All these people, all those families, you get what I'm trying to say, right? Such a jerk. jerk. So, yeah. And then John comes out and he comforts her. Yeah. Because she is rattled after that, too. She Well, yeah, because she's seeing a different side to him. Yeah. Than she's ever seen before. Yep. I mean, because, you know, she's witnessed some tense moments between, like, him and John. Sure. But more from but, afar. And, and not directly to her. And, but, yeah, nothing directly to her like that. Yeah. So I don't blame her. Yep. Then we get some more Mahale stuff. And then we go back to the agency in yeah. John's office. More campaign work. Oh, this is when he compliments her photographic talent. Oh, okay. <laughs> and this is when she starts asking those questions. We kind of covered this when she's like, oh, so you met Gamze at university. Yes. And they chat a little bit. And he basically tells her, like, just so you know, we never dated, even though I know you're not going to ask me that. I know you want to. Yeah. And she kind of goes into denial and is like, I, I wasn't wondering that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, girl. <laughs> uh-huh. One thing, um, but before we move on, because Jada is about to enter the building. I um, for- I know. I we're, Whenever we get to her, I forgot she shows up this early. I know. It's super early. Ugh. Yeah. Because my note was, Layla is nursing Emre. Who cares? But in those scenes, one thing that I actually wrote down that I had kind of noticed, Mm -hmm. especially with what's going on with him and Layla in Mm -hmm. this episode and the last couple episodes, is that Emre needs the – I can't think of the word – my, the note that I wrote says, Emre just clings to whoever is making him feel better at the moment. Mm. So what word am I thinking of? Not satisfaction. He needs like the not, – not encouragement. Nurturing? No. Reassurance? Yes, reassurance. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. It's like he just – I don't know if it's a lack of confidence mm-hmm. or whatever, but for whatever reason, he needs that reassurance from some other outside source, yeah. whether it's Baba and he's not getting that. So uh-huh. he goes looking for it in Eileen because yep. she was always, oh, you could, you could, you know, rule that – agency Mm -hmm. you could lead it uh we just have to get you in there at the top and Mm. now that she is gone and not pushing him towards those things right even with the shares thing she's the one who went to huma and got the shares that happen and made that happen yes and it's all you know that's kind of building him up but now he's sick of eileen because Mm -hmm. she's a snake but he's still getting the same satisfaction from layla you're right because layla is like, oh, you're not a bad guy, Emre. I've mm-hmm. always trusted you. And then he's like, oh, you've always believed in me, Layla. So it's like whoever happens to be boosting his ego at the time yeah. is who he goes for. Yeah. That's a really good observation and very true. Like, I mean, it seems very consistent yeah. with his character, with what we've seen in his relationships. It's true. Yeah. Huh. That's a really good observation. So. And I know a lot of people who would gladly agree with you because that just does not paint him in a good light at all it doesn't um what's so next? yeah jada oh, comes then we meet jada yeah when she walked in with gomzi i was like dang i didn't realize we got her this early yeah yeah because yeah spoiler alert she sticks around for a while guys yeah i wrote sonim spidey senses tingle when she meets her because jada immediately starts like shamelessly flirting with john yeah. Where it's like, um, you're in a professional set. You're a CEO. Yeah. And this is a potential 
client uh, yeah or they're i guess vice versa huh? yeah you're the potential yeah. client of this firm yeah. like what in the world uh-huh. so yep. unprofessional because i mean she just is like oh yeah john's not someone i would forget meeting and you know because they have a lot of similar interests and so i think at some point uh-huh. Bonze, you know says like maybe you guys even came across each other at one point and don't realize it and she's like i would never forget meeting john Ugh, so gross mm. i do love when jada's like oh john you were wherever they were oh the elephant thing and she's like did you ride an elephant i did and he's like actually i fought against elephant tourism because they put them in orphanages and do these terrible things uh-huh. to them to tame them and i was like oh i love it just mm-hmm. she had to like eat there was no way for her to recover from that nope and she's I, like it's a wonderful experience and he's like, not for the elephants. Yeah. And then Sanem, I love it because Sanem's like, oh, yeah, I fought against <laughs> um, cruelty to animals and kept people from going to circuses. Like, she totally uses that <laughs> opportunity to be like, I don't ride elephants. I actually do the same thing you're doing, John Bay. <laughs> I thought that her little side conversation with Duran was pretty funny, too. Yeah. When Jada and John start speaking Italian, Italian. to each other. <laughs> and Sanem's like, I think they're speaking Italian to each other right now. And Duran's like, yeah, I know Sanem. And, <laughs> and Sanem goes, oh, you know, I can understand it, but I can't speak it right now. Probably because probably because of anger. <laughs> and Duran goes, yeah, it probably is because of anger. <laughs> Those are like the only times it, that we see them united together yeah. is when it's against another woman who's who's going Who after John's John. affections. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a temporary uh, ceasefire uh-huh. between the two of them. Yep. And then I I love this whole next part because it's just it's so John M. It's so cute, and because you know they're kind of rounding down their meeting it's you know Uh they're getting ready to leave jada's like we have to you know meet with another client okay you know we're considering other agencies but i look forward to seeing your presentation Mm -hmm. blah 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 but before that before they leave john's like oh um are you hungry and like looks over to sanem and goes sanem and she's like why are you asking me we have two guests why are you assuming i'm hungry she kind of gets like indignant about it yeah because i think it embarrasses her Uh uh-huh which I really don't think that's what he was trying to do. Right. That's when Jada and Gonza is just like, Jada's like, I wish we could. You know, we have to go. And I'm uh-huh. like, oh, thank God. So they leave. And Sanem's like, what in the world? Why do you always ask me if I'm hungry? Yeah. And he says, because you've been working a lot. Mm-hmm. We've been working hard on this. I thought you might get hungry. And I only care about your hunger here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. I know. <laughs> I know. Because even Sanem's like, oh like she kind of softens and yeah realizes like he really is just concerned about her it's not he's not making fun of the fact that she loves yeah. to eat or anything like that mm-hmm. well I and and it. you you almost get the vibe that he said that without thinking about the fact that there were other people in the room uh-huh. and then i had to kind of backtrack and was like oh son m uh-huh. are you hungry because uh-huh. <laughs> you're really the only one that i'm actually asking uh-huh. about this <laughs> well and even then when he says i only care about your hunger he does clarify and goes you know as a close friend of course yeah. it's like to mom john bay uh, if you say so yeah mm-hmm. but <laughs> i yeah i just love that and then uh jj finally asks ihan on a date mm-hmm. because i think he and son the accident because of the accident like life can end mm-hmm. this and that so son like you should be saying all this to ihan mm-hmm. like just go out with her jj 
So I'm proud of him yeah. for finally doing it. It lit a fire under Yeah, him. and at first Osman's not here for it, but then, because he's being protected he big brother, but he's a, he adjusts and says, yeah. go have fun, mm-hmm. go out. Then I wrote in all caps, Layla ignores Osman's phone call. I know. Well, and again, I had an issue with this because he says Osman is after Ihan leaves when she gets the phone call in the butcher shop mm-hmm. um, and they have their conversation and she goes and he basically thinks to himself, I should take a page from his book. For years, I didn't even face her about my feelings. Like, yeah. I should just talk to her. And but you I did. put, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I underlined it a million times. Yeah. Because it's like, no, no, no. You did. Yeah. Osley. Current go, writer. Go watch episode 14. Uh-huh. Aisha clearly Close had that him door. deal with that. They or had 13. a whole conversation yeah. about mm-hmm. this that subject. Yeah. And. By the coast over Uh-huh. Over it was tea. resolved. Mm-hmm. So that's not true. And now that door is swung right back open. Yep. And I, I think last week I'm I said she blew it open it. with dynamite because yeah. it was closed, padlocked, yep. all of that. Uh-huh. Totally. Oh, awesome. So whatever. And then, of course, Leela ignores him because she has hard eyes for Emre. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me mad. <laughs> I wrote, I guess at the very least she encourages him to make things right with John, whatever that means, though. Yeah. Yes. Oh, ew. And then Emery says, Layla, we have so much in common. And I said, Barf. How, how do they have so much in common? Because they're watching Because they on like Netflix the same together? show or something? I don't know. <laughs> it, the, it, exactly. That's why I said, I mean, Barf. They, they do have a lot in common. They're both selfish siblings. That's true. But that's, true. that's probably not what he meant. No, I don't, I don't think it is. But then we get to flash over to John and Sonem eating sandwiches mm-hmm. at this, like, little casual restaurant. Yep. And it's funny because Sonem kind of makes a comment like, oh, I thought after all that fancy talk and traveling, like, we'd be going out for lobster or something. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, you thought we'd be going out for fancy food? But let me tell you about this. Like, basically saying, like, I come here all the time. Mm-hmm. He doesn't just bring anyone there. And even though it might not look like much, like they make, you'll never find a better fish sandwich Mm -hmm. than you will here. Yeah. And he starts listing off different fish that they have. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, no, it's not a fancy place, but it's an important place to him. Mm -hmm. And he brought her there. Yep. And then. He showed it. And then, you know, she's like, well, I don't know much about world cuisine other than Turkish, you Uh know, because it's the only place I've been. And. He, it's funny because he's like, well, you're not actually missing much food-wise. Like, so basically he's saying, like, Turkish food is the best uh-huh. food. He says, but, and I said, and he pulls an Aladdin because he eh. says, if you, <laughs> if you really want to, my offer still stands. I can show you the world. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> I can show you the world. Yeah. We need to, we, I need to ask Vivian. If she can draw them as Aladdin and Jasmine. Oh, my gosh. Oh, they would be really cute. Maybe I'll tweet her and ask her. They would be perfect as Aladdin and Jasmine. They'd be really cute, huh? Okay. I'm going to ask her. (laughs) That's Seiku94 on Instagram and Twitter for any of you guys who don't know. She does amazing fan art. Yes, she does. So, anyhow. It's fabulous. But, yeah, that's the only – as soon as he said, I can show you the world, I was like, oh, he's being (laughs) Aladdin right now. But I just thought it was sweet because he's like, but, you know, we have to make money first to go world traveling, which means we have to get this campaign going (laughs) and, you know, kind of brings it back to kind of recenters the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then 
poor, awkward first date for JJ and Ihan. But it's sweet because he's trying because he takes They're her to very a really sweet. fancy restaurant. And he's trying to say that he loves her without actually coming yeah. out and saying it by oh, calling them otters. I said, uh, he. this is their version of Are You My Lobster? Yes. It, it totally reminded me of the whole lobster thing from Friends. Okay. Did you see that tweet? That, that, it, <laughs> that Phoebe was actually wrong. Lobsters don't they mate don't for mate life. They don't mate for life. That's so why I said the sea otters is probably cuter because he says they lay down and hold hands. That's, yeah, when they sleep, they hold hands. That's so cute. <laughs> oh, and then, of course, the table winds up being on fire. It causes chaos. They're yeah. running around the restaurant. <laughs> and, and then, go ahead. No, I wonder if it's the same thing. I said, here we go again with these men. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> loving angry women yes that's so funny i had a feeling you were gonna bring that up because he's like i when because she's flipping out on him like jj do you understand what just happened like what in the world and she's kind of going off and he says i when you're angry like this you're even more beautiful and i was like oh my gosh what they like they're women feisty i, I guess know. I, I, I mean, I know Those we talked about Turks this. Turks like them spicy. Well, so does my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that oh reminds my me. Kristen and I have this friend that we grew up with, mm-hmm. and he would, when we were getting like snarky or, you know, um, he was around for a few years, like a lot, a lot, a lot mm-hmm. when we were in our what late teens, I mm-hmm. guess that would technically be. Um, he's. He's awesome. We love you, Gerito. Um, but he would he would always <laughs> say if one of us was had a bad attitude, oh, wow. he'd be like, "You're being spicy right now." <laughs> oh man, yes. Garrett always would tell us we're we're being spicy. Being spicy. It's getting spicy in here. <laughs> so yeah really. anyways we've already talked in length about that but yeah men and finding angry women attractive <laughs> and then oh muzo gets knocked out by his own mom who cares yeah <laughs> mevkebe and nihat start to fight and that grates on my nerves yes this because, is the beginning of it all well and it's just like i am glad that mevkebe says like well you've got two hands yes i'm like oh yes. my gosh i was getting so annoyed when he's like yeah, this is what I'm – because he comes out in these ridiculous pajamas. Yeah. And- I remember watching it without subs, watching it live. That was really funny. And then after the fact, when the subs came out, it was like, oh, dude, you're being a little baby. Uh-huh. You need to calm down. Yeah, because he's like, you need to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, he comes out in like Mevkabe's pajamas or something. Ridiculous. Yeah. And she's like, what the heck are you wearing? And he's like, well, I have no clean pajamas. And then she's like, oh, yeah, they're in the laundry. And he's like, yeah, I've been seeing them in the hamper every morning. And I'm sitting here like, do something about if it. If you keep seeing them in the hamper every morning, put them in the washer then. Uh-huh. Oh, that whole yep. thing after that was just because then he's talking and about I don't food blame and- her for for starting a vow of silence. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Oh, I totally agree. Because she totally tells him, you have two hands. Uh-huh. The, the soap is right there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You guys, my dog just got down from my chair, walked all the way around the corner Jack. to where Ashley is, and is sticking his nose under her arm like he wants her attention. Hi. What a, what are, what a little <laughs> me. Are you a traitor? I know. Leaving me. Anyhow, oh. sorry guys. Hi. Oh, he feels bad now. Yeah, you ditched He's me. He's got didn't his you? paw up on Kristen's chair. 
you got to come around this way. <laughs> anyway, sorry, guys. He'll figure it out. So, um, yeah, that whole thing just bugs me. And so I am glad that she wound up taking a vow of silence, you yeah. know? And then um, what happens? Does Osman call Layla or something? Because I just wrote Osman and Layla with a bunch of sad faces. So yeah, well, she comes home and sees him. Oh, okay. And then... I don't remember what. I think he actually think does she... ask about Emery because he's like, you know, he did get in an yes. accident and he does want to make sure he's okay yes. because he's a nice guy. Yeah. And she um, just tells him that he's fine. Yeah. Um. So I don't, I feel like that's all that okay. the conversation was. Okay. It's just. Oh, but she does say something like, oh yeah, I spent all day taking care of him. I think that's where ugh. I wrote like, ugh, gross. Whatever. So. Yeah. Well, then we have um, John and Emery. They have a heart to heart. Yes. So. Yeah, because John's sitting outside with his own thoughts and flashbacks. Emery's mm-hmm. sitting inside with his thoughts and flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And I do like, I wrote, yeah, bro- brother bonding time. Mm-hmm. And Emery says, I lost control. How how did I become this kind of man? And then John, mm-hmm. and then his phone rings. Mm-hmm. And John says, the answer to your question is calling because it's uh-huh. Eileen. I love that he says that. I thought that was really good too. Um, and that's kind of. That that's kind of it, isn't it? Yeah, with their conversation because yeah, he says the answer to your question's calling. Well, he ignores her, and then they hug. And I wrote, mm-hmm. "Can we talk about the look on Emery's face during that hug?" Because it kind of seems like they, you know, worked it out, so to speak, right? But Emery still has this ugly look on his face. I didn't even notice yeah. that. Like when they're hugging, like he still has this look of like this isn't completely done oh and I, well and he wasn't thinking of happy thoughts when no. when it flashes to his no he his was thinking when thought john images was, uh-huh. when john was yelling at him so clearly he still has some bone to pick whatever mm-hmm. and it just is like can you just i know like seriously yeah i was like man we got this brother bonding moment where it finally seems like they're you know kind of uh water under the bridge yeah kind of thing and he's still stuck on something especially because because really, if we're going to break this situation down, mm-hmm. who has been more injured well, right. as far as this relationship? Yeah. It sure isn't you, Emre. Exactly. So you don't have the right to still be upset about right. this. So it's like clearly he still has something up his sleeve or something he feels like he needs to avenge or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So it's still not completely okay and it bugs the crap out of me mm-hmm. because I'm like, John is letting go of and forgiving so much. Yeah. And you can't be bothered to do the same no anyways of course so. not then i wrote um lol at the Iden family breakfast because yeah. now you know mevka is silent and they have to interpret everything and layla's super 90s dress yeah so funny to me that dress that's true and again uh let's see we flashed to more mahale drama and i yeah being it's all kind good. of yeah yeah it's just kind of blah blah blah, blah. it's not anything like it's not anything important. Yeah. Yeah. So um, then we. Oh, I thought this was sweet mm-hmm. when John is reassuring Duran because she's with Sanem being the coordinator. She's feeling a yes. little vulnerable and John can sense that. Yes. And he has a nice little conversation with her. But he does like stroke her hair a couple times. I saw and that. I was like, oh, I didn't see that before and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't like it. Seeing that made me wonder if that's a Yaman thing. A Yaman thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's a hair guy and yeah. he likes to feel the, feel the lady's hair. Yeah, because, I mean, it was, the way he did it was sweet. It was. But it was kind of like, no, I don't want you doing that to Duran. 
Like, no. Reassure her and be a good friend and boss, but no. <laughs> but no touching. But no touching. <laughs> so Zanem over here is part of it. And then she brings the chai in and she says, no, it's not for you. It's for Duran. I, I, <laughs> I love that because clearly it wasn't. Right. But it was sweet because she felt reassured by what John was saying about mm-hmm. her yeah. to Duran. And I think I just basically said, you know, Sanem brings an olive branch to Duran yeah. in the form of a cup of chai. Yep. And I thought that was very smart on her part, too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, John's on my side with this, but also reassuring her. So maybe I need to ease up and not be so threatened by yeah. her. And maybe it'll help relieve some of this tension. Yep. Totally. And I love it because, you know, even though she says, I know you don't normally drink this, but yeah. maybe you should try it. And even John is like, yeah, you should, you know, mm-hmm. and she does. And instead of making a face or whatever, she's like, it's actually pretty good. Yes. So I'm she's like, sweet about it. Yes. Which, she doesn't reject the, the right. peace offering. Yes. So I, that was, you're right. That was a very good moment. And I, another thing that John says here, which I really liked, it's when he's talking to Dren before Sun M comes in and, you know, because he's like, I know you have concerns because, you know, she's not that experienced, but. Mm-hmm. you know Sanem hasn't been doing this the way the rest of us have and so she's gonna see things we haven't you know and he's like and it's mm-hmm. not always he's like you know what have I said about the tortoise and the hare before in the race and she's like slow and steady wins the race and he's like actually that's not even the point I'm making hmm. it's not about how slow the turtle is it's just about the fact that or it's not even about that the turtle wins it's about that the turtle sees a lot of things that the rabbit doesn't because mm. he's not rushing and Sanem is that turtle like she's gonna see things that we can't I just liked the phrasing and the way he put that. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's a really good perspective because when you think of the tortoise and the hare, you just initially think of, well, slow and steady wins, wins the race. That's right. the essential lesson. But you don't think about the fact that the turtle gets to see a lot more yeah. than the rabbit does. It's a good point. On the journey. Yeah. So I just like that it went a little deeper Yeah. that way. Yeah. And then you kind of covered this a little bit eileen we see her with that other company yes she presents them her stolen idea and they make their presentation to jada and gamze that's right and i i put my note is tgfg mm-hmm. thank god for gamze yeah <laughs> in that situation because she you see it on her face the second they say that what their uh motto is for yes. for the campaign right she turns her head like what What? did you Uh just say and after the meeting she explains to uh jada jada i was here when fikri harika came up with this idea yeah they stole everything that they just presented is all theirs yeah and this is where i did i started i was like okay a little bit of hope because jada's like let's go then and gamze says what are we doing and she goes we're gonna go do the right thing yes and i was kind of like oh maybe she's not all bad Uh like you know because then they go to the agency explain what happened mm-hmm. she's like so i want to see what you would present because i want to see just how much of this was stolen like yeah you know and, yeah um luckily they're ready to present to her mm-hmm. and so um yeah they present and and they win they get you know she hires them yep and basically also encourages them to try to find whoever's doing this though because it's obviously bad for business right because they lucked out on the fact that Gamze knew about it. Yes. They they would have had been, no way to really prove uh-huh. otherwise. Other than just Gamze saying, I trust John. And no, they don't. They wouldn't have stolen this. Right. But yeah. But so, the fact that she was actually physically with them. Yes. Is huge mm-hmm. for that situation. So, um, oh, then I wrote special gift time because, <laughs> That's you know, right. Sanem wins. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, and JJ's like, 
oh, Jambe, about you and Sanem. I mean, because he's about to bring up the kiss. Uh-huh. But then he saves and like, didn't you say she gets a special prize? Whoever came up with the motto gets a, a special prize, right? And John hands her keys, which wind up being to, to a school scooter. A scooter motorcycle. <laughs> and I laughed. I said, he was really smart about this prize because they need to sit close eh. and hold on to each other. Uh-huh. And Son M needs lessons. Uh-huh. I wrote, what if JJ had won? <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, right. He would have just handed him the keys. <laughs> he wouldn't have said, let me take you for a ride uh-huh. on your new scooter. <laughs> me take it upon myself to help you learn uh-huh. this this new thing yep <laughs> and then we actually get a good sister chat between yes they kind of make up yeah. after snarking at each other the, the right. whole time which i mostly put that blame on layla but yeah i am I glad agree. that they yeah they basically kind of mend whatever that was mm-hmm. and then thank god eileen's plan is foiled because um you know, she realizes, oh, the company knew it was a stolen plan. Uh-huh. So now, but John's kind of hellbent and getting upset all over again and angry because he's like, we have this unknown spy again. Like, you know, I thought we dealt with this. We got rid of it. What the heck? Mm-hmm. And poor Sonim's all stressed because she's like, he's going to think it's me. Like, because it was me last time. Mm-hmm. Unknowingly, obviously. But she's like, he's going to be suspicious of me. She's stressing out. JJ's stressing out because that's what JJ does. Yeah. JJ stressing out about it and ugh, I hate this because Eileen calls Emery to clean up her mess yep threatens to tell Huma about what he did to uh-huh. to the agency yep so what does he do he rolls on up to the agency and is yep. like oh hey everyone oh what's wrong brother yeah there's a spy who could it be and it pisses me off because Duren hits that nail on the head and she's like Emery do you think in any way it could possibly be Eileen again getting uh-huh. her hands in here and he's like Oh, how, Duren? How would she? She has no connection to this agency anymore. And he's back to lying two yeah. seconds after he just made things right yeah. with his brother. I hate it. I hate yep. it. He should have just been like, fine, tell my mom what I did. But yeah. he's not a man. So No. Nope. So he's not willing to just mm-hmm. take the fall for yeah. his clearly wrong actions. Right. So he shows up to get rid of that camera. And Sanem sees... Mm-hmm. Uh, which because she goes to get the good. file and yes. she sees that he grabbed something. Yeah, I don't know if she sees exactly what it is. Yeah, she doesn't indicate that. Just that he's in the office. Yeah, for no and he grabbed something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she has a photographic memory, yes, so she does. it's very likely that she's going to know exactly what he was grabbing or yep. figure it out at least. Yep. Um, I and- actually put this is also where I start to hate Gomze a little bit because when she and Sanem oh. are talking and she's like don't she don't and she's John like, and Jada look great together and I'm like okay Gamze just when I was starting to maybe like you see it's interesting though because the look on her face made me wonder if she was kind of trying to light a fire under Sanem because oh. I she obviously knows and can tell that John has feelings for her yeah and that's is what making was the hard eyes to oh, her okay. but I think that she's seeing how Sanem is eyeballing Jada and she's kind of like, oh, maybe if I kind of stir the pot a little bit, then she'll – like, Gamze doesn't know anything about their relationship. Just that she clearly sees how John looks at her. Yes. So maybe she thinks, oh, maybe Sanem hasn't said anything about the way she feels Uh and maybe if I incite a little jealousy, it'll light a fire under her to actually make a move. I hope that's what it was because I like that a lot better. Yeah, that was, was kind of like what something the heck, about Gamze? the look like, on her face okay. made me feel that way. Like, yeah. like it didn't seem like she was taking the whole Jada John things very seriously. Okay. 
Because I was kind of like, you literally I'm, just sat with your friend and so, were telling him like, I see the way you look at her. I yeah. know you. And now you're trying to shove your CEO on him. But right. that makes a lot more sense. And I, I know it's the optimistic point of view. <laughs> Which is weird for you to be taking and weird that I'm taking the pessimistic one. I know. But something about the way that, mm-hmm. that her, the, her expression, something about okay. it, it almost seemed like she was kind of trying to be funny and okay. sneaky like – she had kind of an impish All right. look on her face. I'm on board with that. Yeah. I like that a lot better. Yeah. I didn't, that did not even remotely occur to me. So I'm glad it did too. <laughs> so then Fabry comes and the poop hits the fan because mm-hmm. he's the worst. The worst. Shows up, basically shows up with the contract this time, right? Yeah. With it dead set on his mind to just be like, okay, Sonam, you're yeah. going to sign this, right? Yeah. He's like, you need to sign this because we have an agreement and mm-hmm. this is just a, um, he calls it just like a small thing or whatever. You yes, know? not totally not a big yeah. deal. Do you do you have screenshots for the final scenes? Uh, oh, you I probably don't. don't I, do. you just finished, I don't think I do. You finished watching them when you got here today. two seconds ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> so M clearly has a very worried and stressed outlook on her face because she's like, "Well, crap! I did agree to help him, and now he's backing me into a corner." Yes. John walks up as she's looking at the contract and says, "What is this, Sanem? Sanem?" She goes, "Fabri Bay prepared a contract." And Fabri says, as I just told you, it's just a small procedure for the company. And I love it because, oh, Fabri says, and if Miss Sanem would just sign this right away, I'll not take up any more of your time. And John says, Senior Fabri, what you're calling a tiny procedure is a contract. Uh-huh. It's not something you just rush. First, Sanem will see our company's lawyer about this, which who's that? Because poor Metin. Oh, we still have not seen him. I know. Anyways. Some faceless guy uh-huh. that nobody cares about. Uh-huh. And John says, she'll talk to the company's lawyer. Then she can consider this subject with you again. Mm-hmm. And Sanem looks relieved and she says, okay, John Bay. And then Fabri says, seems like you don't trust me at all, huh? And I love it because John says, don't take it personally. It's just a tiny procedure. <laughs> I love his snark with Fabri. <laughs> Throwing it back in his uh-huh. face. And Fabri says, oh, I see. He goes, Senior John, I see this very clearly. To prevent me and Sanem making and signing this contract, you'll do whatever you can. And John says, or no, I'm sorry, Fabri says, but there's one thing I don't understand. Why does this concern you so much? Yep. And John says, whatever concerns Sanem concerns me. Uh-huh. And Fabri says, I wish that concern of yours was shown before Miss Sanem, in exchange for shares, sold her scent to me. And I'm like, oh, Lord, you are asking to be killed right now dude mm-hmm. and john has this oh, look of murder on his face and he says uh that happened without me knowing believe me if i knew about it i never would have allowed it and fabri goes well there's nothing to do a deal's a deal isn't that right son M? and john says exactly that's why son M will prepare you a new scent instead fabri goes no that's not gonna happen i don't want a new scent and John says, I don't think we're going to have an agreement about this. And Fabri says, well, I don't have a desire to agree with you at all. <laughs> God. And I'm like, oh, Lord. Them's fighting words. Yep. And then he's, and he says, I mean, it's enough. Al- this is enough already. Just please let us do our job, huh? This is still Fabri saying that to John. And then John, again, says, maybe your Turkish is not good enough to get it. <laughs> I'll say this to you in your own language. <laughs> And then John gets 10 times hotter because he starts speaking Italian. 
And in Italian, he says, you can't make Sanem do anything that she doesn't want to do. Got it? And then he says, wait here. And John walks away. Comes back. Duran's trying to kind of smooth things over. Mm-hmm. John comes back with a checkbook, writes a check, and says, here's the money that you paid for the cent. Take it. And Duran's freaking out. Please don't do this. Yeah. We're going to go bankrupt. We, we just need that got- money. Right. We need that money. Yeah. Which I was confused about this because I'm like, why would he do that with the company's money? It seems like he's doing it with his own money. Oh. But anyways, I was confused about that. Yeah. But John's like, don't get involved. And then um, Fabri says, Senior John, uh, right here it says this is 400,000 liras. This is only the price that I paid when I bought it. And he goes, yeah. He goes, but I want to double it now. He goes, double? Hmm. Double? John's pissed. And he goes, yes, if you want it. Because this is a procedure of my company. So John's like, oh, do you hear him? He says double. And he's like, <laughs> he's just, he's getting pissed. He blows, this is when he grabs Fabri yes. by the shirt. And he goes, what the hell are you saying right now? And he goes, John Bay. Or no, I'm sorry. Son M and Duran are like, John, John, please calm down. They get him off of him. Sanem is like, I can't believe I'm the cause of all this chaos. She just yeah. runs over, signs the contract just to be done with it. She tries. Yeah. Well, she does sign it. Oh, she does? Uh-huh. Oh, she I, signs I didn't it. think she actually was able to finish her name. She signs it like, it's done. I don't want, you know, I don't want to cause any more of this drama. Right. And John says, no, leave it. He goes, double, huh? Double? And he writes another check for another 400000 uh-huh. And Duran's freaking out. And... Then he rips the contract. Yeah. And then he starts to walk away. He kicks Fabri out and is like, get out of here. I gave you your money. Yeah. Kicks him out. He turns around and uh, Sanem's like, John, why did you do this? And he grabs her hand and pulls her away from everyone else and then pulls her really, really close. And they're like practically nose nuzzling. Uh-huh. And he says, your scent belongs to me only. Do you understand better now? And then... That's where it ends. They're intensely staring at each other and it ends. Now, before you guys get all crazy, <laughs> because here's the thing. If this were real life, I would agree with you. But That's actually a- my question of the week. Oh, is it? It is. Okay, I'll let you. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, is what do you think of John's actions with Sunem and Fabri? Okay. Do you think he stepped over a line? Mm-hmm. Do you think that he's allowed to say uh-huh. that he owns her scent? Uh-huh. That her scent belongs to him? Uh-huh. Uh, or do you think he's out of line? Are you like, oh, that's hot. Please, thank you. Or, or are you oh, like. Oh, that's hot. Please and thank you. <laughs> now, let me clarify. If this were real life, I'd be like, um, he doesn't own anything of her. She is her own woman. And she, blah, blah, you know, yes. In this, in and it'll this will actually come up later on in the show. Right. And we'll dig into it differently then. But for this instance right here. <laughs> well, I can tell you that watching it that day mm-hmm. live, nobody was like, what's ben? he doing? Everyone was like, oh my gosh, I can't breathe. <laughs> Caveman John. Uh-huh. <laughs> my ovaries are exploding. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean... If he had just said, your scent is too important to me. Right. You know, not or belongs. Or your scent is yours to do what you want with. Right. That might have been a little. That might, Maybe would a have, little Would have better. been a lot better. But it wouldn't have been so caveman <laughs> I know. And I love a caveman, John. I know. So I, 
Yeah, I don't hate I it. Love I love the possessiveness, so but I, I also know that deep down, mm-hmm. I should be like, your scent does not belong to you. Her scent does not belong to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So if, but I'm woman enough to admit that it's hot. It is hot because it's fiction. So exactly. I can like it. I I can I feel can like it. I can, I'm allowed. I'm to allowed like to. It. I can feel good about this because I know in real life if I saw that happening with one of my friends, I'd be like, he oh, does yeah. not own anything of mm-hmm. yours. It is not his. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. but this isn't real life. And be like, no, you're breaking up yeah. with him. This is Dizzyland <laughs> with a hot, hot Turkish man and a beautiful Turkish woman. So. Oh my gosh. So funny. This was the very last episode I had to watch before I could start watching live. Okay. So I was like dying. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I texted Ashley and I was like, he just like yanked her and then, like pulled her away from everybody and like put her close and oh my gosh. Right there in out. the freaking office. Right there in the office. Like, like nobody could see right, them. They're only like five steps away uh-huh. from everyone else. Yeah. And, like Duran couldn't hear that. Uh-huh. And I watched this like a day or two after it aired. So then I was like, now I have to wait five more days to see what happens. Uh-huh. And then because I hadn't had to before. Yep. And so, then from then on, you had to wait every week. <laughs> so, yes, that is a really good question of the week, though, to ask our listeners. Yeah. Because it'll be interesting to hear the array of answers. Uh-huh. So, very yeah. good question of I'm the week. curious how divided it will be. Yep. So, yep, there's um, our question of the week. Oh, and my, my dog is... Was he dreaming? My dog's dreaming. I don't know if you guys can hear him, but he's asleep. She does the same thing. And having a Those dream. Those little muffled woofs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like little tiny... And his her paws will twitch. Yeah, he twitches like too. Like she's running. He's twitching. Uh-huh. I can feel him against me. So <laughs> funny. Anyhow, so all right. yeah, uh, all of our social media is in the episode notes. I realize yep. we say it every week, but I we, know we put it in the episode it's all notes. In the notes. Um, thank you. Someone just left us a new review on iTunes Aww. this week. You you actually oh, yeah, told yeah, me yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you so much. It was all of the reviews that you guys leave are so sweet and I kind know. and generous and. Honestly, the the three or four listeners that we heard from this week who are new, like all of you were just so sweet. Like I know. And then everybody's um, so nice to us. And then Sandira and Fatima, they're actually friends of ours. Mm-hmm. But they just both told us that like we're getting better and better every week and they just like love us. And I it, know. We've I've just really felt I the love, love this week from everybody. So thank you guys so much for listening and joining us and finding us and yeah. all that. So we appreciate you. We appreciate you guys so much. We have so much fun doing this so we're glad that you guys are having fun with us yes chokes of euro yes <laughs> <Evet>. <laughs> all right so until next time go to shoes